step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right, let me go to the hotline here and joining me to talk about all the politics taking place in Washington, D.C. as we inch closer to the second impeachment of President Trump. I've got Republican strategist David Kochel. David, really great to talk to you again. And I, I want to start here based off of the last call that I took a couple of minutes ago. I continue to hear this narrative where Trump supporters and Republicans are trying to make this case that they're not heard. Nobody's listening to them. And yeah, I take a look at the landscape in this country and I say to myself, you've got control of the U S Supreme court. Conservatives control the court. You've got, a federal judiciary that's stacked with conservatives now. Right. You've got the most watch cable news network in the country, talk radio, millions and millions of listeners. You've got more state legislatures than Democrats, more governorships than Democrats. Uh, you should have won the Georgia runoffs and you should have right. control of the Senate. That was an unforced error on the part of Republicans. Right. And you narrowed the majority in the House that Democrats had. I get you lost the presidential election, but I don't know. It sounds like Republicans overall are doing okay. I mean, this is one of the most frustrating things about this this period post-election is that um, we should have been celebrating the down-ballot success of this party. Uh, we should have been on our way to a victory on both seats in Georgia. And for some reason, this president, who cannot simply turn away from the grievance that that basically got him into the White House in the first place, uh, you know, had to spend the last couple of months talking about the election being stolen and rigged. And he brings so many people with him in that message. And it's it's very frustrating. It definitely cost us Georgia. Uh, and and I think, you know, you saw if you saw The New York Times tonight uh, out with a story about Mitch McConnell, who is mm -hmm. very frustrated with the president, who is. Uh, you know, that story doesn't get written in the New York Times without his blessing. And, no, exactly. uh, you know, I think he's maybe sending a signal right now that there is a chance that he could uh, end up not only voting for impeachment uh, to convict, but also whipping that vote. And I think if the Democrats were smart, they would make one of the articles of impeachment. You know, Donald Trump cost us the, you know, cost Mitch the majority. He'd probably vote for it for sure at that point. For about seven and a half more days, Mitch McConnell is the uh, most powerful individual in Washington, D.C. I mean, he could really shape what happens here uh, coming up. And and I want to add in social media for a second. And look, I have my problems with Twitter and Facebook, mainly their lack of consistency. You know, OK, yeah. you're going to ban the president, but then, you know, you got the Ayatollah, you got China. I mean, some of the stuff that they allow on their platform, you got to be consistent with it. But taking a look at the top performing link posts by U.S. Facebook pages in the last 24 hours, 
Number one, Dan Bongino. Number two, Ben Shapiro. Number three, Breitbart. Number four, Dan Bongino. Number five, Ben Shapiro. Six is NPR. Then Fox News, CNN, Fox News, Fox News. This idea that there's this mass censorship that's had like conservatives and Republicans and Trump supporters can't get their voices heard, even on something like Facebook, it's it's it just doesn't add up with reality. No, No, and well, I mean, that's the whole larger conversation (laughs) is whether or not we can recognize reality anymore. Yeah. Um, No, there is no question that conservative voices in this country are not silenced. This is part of a performative grievance uh, Mm -hmm. that a lot of people feel it is completely untrue. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the president, by the way, having his Twitter taken away and Pinterest and whatever else, uh, you know, I think people need to remember he also has a briefing room and a podium mm-hmm. and the ability yep. to go speak to the American people through all of the media. And if he wanted to call a press conference, I guarantee you uh, he will not be facing any censorship. Although I, I was interested to watch today as he spoke in Alamo, Texas, that uh, the only station that carried those remarks live was uh, Newsmax, I believe. Yeah, Although and they've all been, those remarks have been reported by other networks since then. Right, exactly. Was carrying him live, and that's not to say again, like with social media, there are certainly some issues. And in the mainstream media, there are certainly biases, and we've certainly seen double standards over the past couple of years, where Democrats no have gotten away with some things that Republicans would never get away with. Just the fact that Andrew Cuomo was celebrated as this champion of battling the coronavirus uh, is it's just, it's a false narrative and his hand, I tell you what, I'd rather have, and I've been critical of governor DeSantis and some of his handling of the vaccine distribution here in Florida, but I'd certainly rather have him than Andrew Cuomo because it's a nightmare up in New York. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, governor DeSantis isn't throwing away doses of the, uh, of the vaccine because he's so incompetent uh, that he can't get it distributed properly or so restrictive. Uh, yeah, there's no question. Uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of inconsistency with the mainstream media. As a Republican consultant, I battle with it all the time, trying mm-hmm. to get stories shaped in the media. Um, I think 2020 was maybe the worst environment I've ever seen for Republican candidates trying to get their message out. Uh, so, you know, what it does is it builds up the ability or the or the the need, actually, the necessity for conservative voices to go around the mainstream media. And that's part of the whole yeah. cleaving that's taking place now in our country anyway. I mean, everybody's got access to information that basically confirms their own bias, and they mm-hmm. stay in that uh, in that ecosystem. There are people uh, right now in this country, Ryan, who not only believe that the election was stolen, but they don't know anyone, anyone who doesn't also believe the exact same thing. Yeah. And when we're when we're not operating from a shared set of facts, that's when we get ourselves into trouble and we end up with situations like happened six days ago. You wouldn't believe the amount of times on this show since the new year that I have had to go over again and again and again the issues with the affidavits or explain why the vote shifted like they did on election night and after election night it's just it amazes me that you know the the misinformation still being regurgitated all this time 
later. I'm joined right now by Republican strategist David Koschel. Let me get back to what's unfolding in D.C. because I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. So far, we've got three Republicans in the House who have come out in favor of impeachment, the most notable one being the number three Republican in the House, Liz Cheney, with the scathing statement. Oh, where do you see this? Oh, yeah. Uh, She did not hold back. Um, Where do you see this going in the House when it comes to Republicans? Most people seem to think 20 to 30, maybe somewhere in there, Um, which is a significant number, but it's certainly not the majority of of the caucus. I, I would be very surprised if it goes over 20. I think um, the Cheney statement was absolutely fire. But um, I, my guess is most of these Republican members, you know, they're, they're, they're going to hear it from their constituents if they voted yeah. to support the impeachment. And most of them, you know, they know it's going to pass anyway uh, because the Democrats will have the votes to pass it. Um, and I think really it, uh, it, it sort of... Uh, it's not really worth talking about how many Republicans will support it because they're mostly interested in, in not taking on the wrath of their, of their base. But I think, you know, what's really going to be interesting is what happens in the Senate. Um, As I indicated, you you know, McConnell blessed a story in the New York times, you know, outlining his uh, displeasure with the president. Um, And I, you've got, you know, obviously you've got Romney, Collins, Murkowski, Toomey, Sass, all of whom are available. The next tranche would be leadership. So, you know, McConnell and and um, uh, uh, the senator from South Dakota, um, his name is not coming to my tongue. Uh, but, the, you know, the, I think he can get to about 10 or 12. And the real mm-hmm. question is, if McConnell really wanted to whip it, you know, you could probably get that vote up. And I think you need 18, given that there yeah, are 17 or 18, depending on the timing, I think. Yeah. yeah, depending on the timing. Now, if that were to happen, that's, you know, that is very significant. It would take a major lobbying effort by McConnell to do that. And, uh, you know, I mean, the question will be, you know, how does the party stay together uh, in that case, given the fact that so many people, like I was mentioned before, really believe that the election was stolen and that any attempt to go after President Trump is is basically, um, you know, treasonous. So, um, you know, it'll break the party if it happens, but um, I can certainly see the argument for doing it, given, you know, the events of six days ago, when essentially the president, you know, lit a mob on fire and shoved it at the Capitol. I found it interesting that the New York Times story involving Mitch McConnell and his thoughts on impeachment, and again, like you said, it's 100% correct, that story doesn't get published if Mitch McConnell doesn't want it published uh, or if he doesn't think that. Right. I found it interesting that that came hours after president Trump just flat out denied any, even the tiniest bit of responsibility for his role in riling up a part of the country over the course of the past two months with the whole stop the steal and all of that that ended up doing what they did at the U.S. Capitol. It, it didn't seem like a coincidence to me. Not a coincidence at all. I, I do think that the, that was a subtle attempt, just like the McCarthy uh, um, kind of behind-the-scenes actions where he and the rest of leadership basically said, we're not going to whip this vote against mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, against impeachment. You're going to have to vote your conscience. So, so you know, there are a lot of subtle signals out there right now saying, 
you know, coming from leadership saying that the president was way out of line, that he should be held to account. Um, I know that McCarthy prefers censure. I'm sure that there are a lot more Republican votes for censure than for impeachment. Uh, but there are a lot of signals out there right now. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I don't think that the floodgates will open on the House side. It's just not in their interest to do it because it's going to pass anyway. I think the thing to watch will be the Senate and McConnell and whether or not he decides to take, you know, the sort of the full deck of leadership and, and members of leadership to whip it. And if he did that, I think you could actually see a successful conviction. And remember, in the backdrop of all of this is uh, the, the, the real desire um, that I think would be the most appealing thing to Republican senators is that, you know, then they could buy a majority vote bar him from ever seeking federal office again. That takes mm-hmm. 2024 off the table. So I think, you know, that's that's the argument that he would use. Um, do we want this chaos for another four years? Do we want him dangling, you know, the idea that he's going to run? Do we want him out there raising all of the Republican donor money, which there will be a lot less now after the events of the 6th than there would be, but he still has a small dollar base that will be there for him. So those are the considerations, I think, uh, that are in play with Senator McConnell, and we'll just have to see how it plays out. I'm joined by Republican strategist David Kochel here on PM Tampa Bay. I'm curious to know what some of these senators, newly elected, newly reelected senators who have six-year terms might do, uh, whether it's it's the senator who won uh, re-election in North Carolina, uh, or even in in your home state, Senator Joni Ernst, where you know they're not going to be up on the ballot for another six years, and uh, certainly a lot can happen, a lot can change in the Republican Party between now and then. They were in close races this last time around. What do they do? What kind of position does that put them in in terms of their vote? Well, you know, the political cycle and the news cycle moves so quickly, six whole years to go. Uh, I don't think that anybody's feeling any electoral pressure to do anything. Uh, and by the way, the, the Ernst race in Iowa wasn't, ended up not being that close. It was eight points. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, the <laughs> I know you wanted to point that out. I, yeah, I, I know a little, little, little bragging going on there. I get it. I get it. It's fair. It's fair. Got to be, got to beat my chest a little bit here, right? Uh, look, I mean, the, the trick is going to be, you know, what what environment does it create for these members back in their state when they mm-hmm. basically turn on the president and in the mind of the president's very fervent supporters, um, you know, they've they've betrayed they've been betrayed by these members. Um, you know, I I talked to a lot of staff and a couple of elected uh, members in this past week or so. And, you know, coming up on the vote on the 6th, some of the messages they were getting from constituents were were really uh, over the top. I mean, yeah. threats of violence, uh, you know, you, we're going to primary you if you don't vote uh, or if you vote to uphold, you know, the Electoral College. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty intense. And I think, you know, pretty much every member on the Hill has a sense of how. Uh, you know, how much they're going to hear from their constituents. Now, there are people like Liz Cheney, who's in a state that Donald Trump won by 70 points. Obviously, uh, you know, what happened last week and, uh, you know, her assessment of the president's blame in it 
uh, sort of put it outside of any of those political considerations. She just was going to do what she thought was right, and the statement reflected it. Um, not every member is going to is going to follow that line of logic. No. They're going to be more interested in keep trying to keep peace in a party that appears to be moving ever closer to war with itself. Republican strategist David Kochel with me here on PM Tampa Bay. David, uh, really great to talk to you. Happy New Year. Uh, What a new year it has been so far. Uh, And I'm sure we'll be catching up with you soon, probably to be talking about uh, the policies of the Biden administration and how they're wrong for America. (laughs) I look forward to it. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Ryan. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.